When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Goldmine readers and now listeners. This is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine Magazine, the music collecting magazine that's been around since 1974. Also, goldminemag.com is our website. And welcome to the Goldmine Podcast, the last podcast of January 2018. For this podcast, we'll be interviewing author Martin Popoff. And Martin is a popular author. He has 70 plus books uh, in his name. So a lot of our readers are probably familiar with Martin. And Martin has a new book out on Zeppelin. It's called Led Zeppelin, All the Albums, All the Songs. And as you can imagine, it's a pretty big book because it uh, covers Coda and other B-sides as well. And we have an excerpt of this book and the new issue of Goldmine, the February issue of Goldmine with Led Zeppelin on the cover. And it's the 50th anniversary of Led Zeppelin's infancy, uh, how they went from the New Yardbirds to Led Zeppelin. And we also cover that in the newest issue. Uh, Also in the newest issue, Martin covers what we call after Zeppelin, uh, the solo albums, uh, and he rates the top five and why everyone should uh, collect these albums. Um, So it's a great issue on the newsstand, and for this podcast, we're going to be talking to Martin uh, about the book, a little bit about the issue as well, what he did in the issue uh, for Goldmine and the February issue, and also about the book, Led Zeppelin, All the Albums, all the songs. So we'll be right back with Martin after this short message. Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine, the music collector's magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. All right, well, let's talk about your book, Led Zeppelin, all the albums, all the songs. That must have been, this is your 70th or 71st book. Yeah, and actually maybe even 75th book. I mean, it's uh, there, there's other ones in the can. Um, when I added them all up, there might actually be 75 that are up. But it depends on how. how wow. You but, no, it was, a, it was a fun project. I, I love the idea of it just being all... Uh, 
you know, in-house. This is just me almost having to go to the top of the Zen mountain and just sit and contemplate every single song and write 400 words on every song, right? It's it's no interview stuff, although there are some sidebars. Um, but um, it's just basically me in, in, you know, deep tissue massage of the entire catalog. And then and then after this, I've had long finished um, coming out soon, uh, the exact same thing on The Clash. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So did you... When you get when you really get in depth and you surround yourself with a band like that, do do you take a break from the band? Like I'm not going to listen to them for a while. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, even just when I write a normal book on a band, I I can't listen to them almost never again. Uh, but at least for a long while, because it certainly feels like work. But yeah, with something like this, it's even worse because. You know, I really had to, you know, put on headphones and try right. the vinyl and try the CD and and listen for different things. And with Zeppelin, of course, I had to go listen to all those variants of the uh, the stuff that was stuck on the reissues. Mm. Um, yeah. um, but you included Coda, right? And Coda is yeah. not exactly the most popular Zeppelin album. Um, no, it's a posthumous release. Um, it is an odds and sods release. Yes. Um, it is a rarities release. And even so, um, I believe there's only eight songs on it. Um, and then, you know, one of them's an instrumental and one of them's just like an alternate version. So so it almost feels like it's odds and sods, but it could have been slightly better than it was. But um, no, the point of it is uh, it's it's not it, it was never going to be a favorite Zeppelin album because it's uh you know, it's a it's a situation that the band's broken up and the drummers died. So yes, um, yeah. but if I can remember correctly, you like it. You do like that album, right? Or yeah, I I loved. Um, I I just loved the fact that there were some barnstorming heavy songs on there. Yes, and, um, you know, even songs like Ozone Baby and Darlene that would have made in through the outdoor um, a, a heavier album. So yeah, yeah some great material in Coda. Right. What is you know. I'm a, I'm a big Zeppelin fan, and I've always went with the albums that were not always the marked favorites, like Presence, and, you know, Physical Graffiti was a favorite, but I, I like those two albums best. Um, what is your favorite? Is it is... Definitely, far and away, I would say Physical Graffiti. I'm, not, I'm a sucker for double albums anyways. I love yeah. Flash London Calling, of course, too. Um, but Physical Graffiti, um, I've often called it my favorite album of all time by anybody. Right. Um, you know, I remember you... Sabotage or something right. in there. I remember you did a, a, a an article for us uh, about yeah. five years ago that was one of your five-star albums. Yes, definitely, and that was just kind of an in-depth review of Presence, and I, I loved writing that. It was you know, I got a kick out of you know just extolling the virtues of that. But I, I just I just find that album heavy, adventurous, adventurous, uh, yeah. disciplined. It's not it's not ragged at all, like Clash, Sand, and Easter or whatever. It's there's just no fat on it whatsoever. So much variety. Um, so that's one favorite. And as you say, I, I totally agree. You know, a lot of people will cite that as their favorite as well. But my second favorite would be Three. Um, yes. And a lot of people don't cite Three. Um, I love the acoustic side, but I would say um, Celebration Day is probably my favorite Zeppelin song of all time. Yeah. Um, Friends is definitely way up there. Out on the Tiles is definitely way up there. Um, so I just, I, I love that it is, uh, you know, it was a daring album. Um, it, they got a lot of stick for it being um, too acoustic, too mellow at the yeah. time, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's a great record. Um, it's obviously broken into 
sort of a heavy side and, and a mellow side, but but I just think Celebration Day is just this cool, sophisticated, weird riff that just goes on and on, and it's just uh, it's just such an odd, um, interesting architecture to that tune. And and Friends, I just love is this haunting kind of murky acoustic tune. Well, I think that also where they recorded the uh, album too kind of make it made it special. They were kind of recluses uh, when they recorded it, right? Uh, so I mean, they, they um, I think that gave it sort of, uh, you know, hats off to Roy Harper. I even like, and may, most people rate that as like the least favorite Zeppelin song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd go, I'd go further down to pick my least favorites as being anything that was a straight blues cover or just too derivative of the blues. That's what I don't want out that's, of Zeppelin. That's, that's more. That's more the first album then. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I like the heavy tunes. I like the tunes that that are modern and heavy metal, which is a bad word for Led Zeppelin. And I love some of the beautiful plush acoustic tunes. I love the proggy tunes. You know, I I didn't like him through the outdoor when it came out. Um, no, you know, I was shocked. I, I was just a young, angry metalhead, but I love it now. <laughs> you know, I think it's great now. I'm, so, I'm still not a big Presence fan. I just find that too really too I like rickety it. and raggedy and garagey. I suppose. Uh, I I just like nobody's fault but mine and a yeah. Achilles last stand. Um, yeah. Now you just went back up a bit. You said that you don't like the term heavy metal when it's assigned to Zeppelin. Um, why is that? I I'm okay with it, and I like their heavy metal songs. But Jimmy and Robert are definitely not okay. With it. <laughs> and, and, and no, I I wouldn't call them a heavy metal band, obviously, because they do you know, a whole bunch of uh, different things. But I, no. I do get annoyed when bands say, we do everything, because when you do everything and a record is only 40 minutes long, it just means you do less of everything um, right. to, to give us everything. So so I, I never like that sort of argument saying, oh, Black Sabbath's just heavy metal or whatever, because, right. well, when they are, they've dedicated themselves to heavy metal and they give us lots and lots of heavy metal. Led Zeppelin gives us only a little bit of heavy metal, right? So, well, um, you know, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't particularly like extolling the virtues of anybody's versatility um but i i do love that um they they have done some really interesting innovative heavy metal but also a lot of interesting innovative folk and and i guess what i like about that um is and and even when they do do a certain blues is they've 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 turned in such a twist on it um that it makes this great obviously legendary band um but then the other important thing is that is that you have to consider them as a band who helped invent heavy metal with the likes of communication break Right. how many right. more times and good times bad times you know this is this is 1969 and and uh, you know this is proceeding even even um even zeppelin 2 precedes uh black sabbath so and and by that point you almost have an entire full album's worth of something that you could call rudimentary heavy metal but right. the key is it's rudimentary black sabbath by the time of black sabbath and certainly paranoid and master of reality have done way better quality heavy metal than Led Zeppelin probably would ever do. Um, right. So that's that's another reason I like to stick up for Black Sabbath as well. But, um, you know, Led Zeppelin's right in there with the power trio, with Robert Plant, you know, being the blonde god and, and singing high and all that stuff. And, and like I say, songs like Communication Breakdown, they absolutely should deserve some credit for, for inventing heavy metal too. Right. I mean, in this issue, we call them the godfathers of heavy metal, and I think that's fair. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and also in this issue, we excerpt uh, your book, 
and uh, you know it's about the first album. We couldn't. We did three songs from the first album. We couldn't do everything, but yeah. I agree with you about taking the blues. They get a lot of you know slack about how they stole the blues, but they take it and they give it their own taste. You take a song like "In My Time of Dying," which is my favorite song by Zeppelin, yeah, and, and it just too. I was way up there for me too. They just knock that song out of the park and take it to a place where no one has ever taken it or will take it. Um, yeah. it, it is just an adventure. I like the fact that it's long. It's it's like a roller coaster ride. Um, yeah. So you're absolutely correct about that. They they yeah. took the blues and gave it something. They injected it with steroids. Yeah, that's right. And and my, you know, I have this sort of theory that I talk about. I've got this book called Who Invented Heavy Metal? And I, I really, you know, when I get belligerent about it, I say heavy metal is invented when the blues are taken right out of the equation. That, right. That's the true invention of true heavy metal. Good, but, good point. Yeah, but along the way, um, you know, when the British blues boom turns into the likes of Led Zeppelin or Free or Mountain or Cactus or even the Amboy Dukes or Aerosmith, um uh, Montrose, uh, Kiss, even you know, there's this there's this interesting thing that I I you know you c- could see writing an essay on maybe not a whole book but this idea that um, you know heavy metal starts getting invented w- with the likes of bands like Kiss on the first album and and Hotter Than Hell where you could A B and Ted Nugent certainly does this where you can hear even within one song flipping between boogie-woogie-type riffs and and a new modern heavy metal-type thing that doesn't have any of that, and then back and forth, almost to the point where um, the boogie-woogie is just this thing when we're not thinking about anything, we just lapse into doing that, and then we do heavy metal, and then back and forth, A-B-A-B switch, you know? Um, But Zeppelin, In My Time of Dying, is such a perfect example of that. It's, It's a mix of heavy metal riffs that they had to come up with entirely themselves, and an old blues thing. Uh, but the old blues thing they use, interestingly enough, is not standard traditional old blues as well. It's more like the How Many More Time blues, time right. blues the Almond Brothers Whipping Post blues. It's already a blues that has been morphing away from tradition. Exactly. And you're right, because when you it finally becomes r- pure metal, you look at a Metallica um, and you look at a Megadeth, or I can't say Priest because Rockerola did have that bluesy feel, but those bands have no real blues element in them. It's pure. Well, true, but Pat, you know, I I think you could even go to um, most of Master of Reality, nineteen seventy. Yeah, you could. Song Black Sabbath. You know, there are there are um, you know Black Sabbath on the first album. They could be a little jammy and bluesy, but I often argue that Black Sabbath has so little blues in them, despite yeah. what Tony Iommi would say. Um, you know, and and you you look at War Pigs or Iron Man or Paranoid. So essentially, I think that blues element is taken out of the equation with many many examples. You know, yeah. much of Deep Purple in rock. Um, it, it's taken out. It's taken out pretty much immediately. And Zeppelin has their own songs that they do that. But basically, um, they willfully pass the baton to these other bands and let them do it. Um, it's where classical is put into it again. You look at earlier I Heat. Yes. Um, uh, so, so I think that starts getting taken away pretty much immediately. But you're right. Metallica and Megadeth are, you know, Cleansed. the youngsters figure yes. that that's the place where it completely becomes 
there is no blues in here because it's rigid. Yes. Um, it's, it's rigid and riffy, uh, in a way that, uh, that basically they say, no, 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 this is, this is all a modern new thing at this point. Yeah. There are a lot of tempo changes, not as repetitive. Yep. Um, I also love how after we run your excerpt, you have this after Zeppelin top five. And before we uh, end the podcast interview, I I, I really love this. You really are a fan of the post-Zeppelin music. Um, A lot of Zeppelin fans are not, I think, Um, because I know plenty of them. And uh, the thing they... Uh, respect about Zeppelin is that they never got back together again like the Who. Um, But they don't like any of this stuff that came afterwards. But I'm impressed that you did and your number one was the principle of moments. Maybe you could explain why to the listeners. Yeah, I loved doing that article. I thought it was a cool idea. Um, So thanks for coming up with it. Um, But it was it was definitely a pretty cool thing to do. Um, You know, I'm I'm not a I I think Jimmy hasn't done quite very much. Um, You know, things we left out of there were Coverdale Page or his live album with the Black Crows or uh, or the two Firm albums. You know, I did put Outrider as as number five. His death Um, wish. Yeah, yeah, I put Fate of Nations as four. John Paul Jones hasn't really done that much either, but but he's done some interesting stuff. He's a he's a pretty he's a pretty musical avant garde type guy. He likes instrumental music. Um, but yeah, number two, I put Walking into Clarksdale. I just worship that album. I yeah, think that I was... is the Lost Led Zeppelin album. But then Principle of Moments. I love Robert's catalog. Um, the the whole catalog. I just think it's great. But yeah. um, that second album, I just think is a masterpiece. I. I picked that because um, it is very daring and strange. It's it's mellower than the first one, um, Pictures at Eleven. Yep. Um, I, I find it atmospheric. I love the you know the different drummers they use on it, Barrymore Barlow, and uh, and I, I saw that tour with Phil Collins drumming. Unbelievable! What a what a great tour. But you just think of just the the gorgiosity of songs like uh, In the Mood and Big Log and yes. Through with the Two Step. Um, just in just a, a, an amazing amazing classic album. And you know I I do sometimes wonder or fantasize that you know if Led Zeppelin would have continued, would they have made an album like that? And I think I say in the in the um, in this article that you know they probably would have made an album more like Pictures at 11 Pictures yes. at 11 sounds very much like a step right after In Through the Outdoor right? Yep and I remember but not Principles of Moment. Yep yep, and I remember Zeppelin fans had mixed reviews about that Pictures at 11 that debate would this be the next Zeppelin? Yeah I remember that. Well thanks yeah. for taking the time to talk with us Martin you're a regular contributor and I love that uh, you gave us the excerpt and I hope that our listeners Go out and buy Led Zeppelin, all the albums, all the songs. They could buy it direct from your website too, right? Is that correct? Yep, I have martinpopoff.com. You know, a big part of my business is is uh, being a mail order guy of my own books, so I sign them and ship them out from here, and it's available there. It's got PayPal buttons for international, U.S., Canada, along with a bunch of other books. And, you know, I self-publish a lot of books, too, so there's probably 25, 30 titles there that are only available at my site, too. And your next next up is The Clash, you said, right? Yes, uh, but I've also been doing this album by album series where we've done Rush and ACDC, and yes. I finished two more of those, um, wow. and that would be Pink Floyd and Iron Maiden. Very good. Yeah. So pretty soon, by in next year, you might have eighty books. 
could be, it could be, yeah. And I'm also uh, mostly finished, more than halfway through an album-by-album album book. Uh, and these are, you know, the concept is I interview two people per album, sometimes three, maybe even a little bit What's four. What's the secret? Plenty of coffee? Is there something yeah, in the well, water up there in Canada? You're, you're... I, I think the secret is this is my full-time job. I mean, most ah, you're are, right. I love writing for Goldmine, but basically books books and Goldmine are, are essentially my two main jobs. The banger films, I do a little bit for yeah. banger films as well. But, you know, when, when you know, there's not too many of us where the rock book is the full-time job. So it yes. looks like a lot of material, but uh, coming out all the time. But, uh, but I think that's really... Well, you are a godsend, great. man. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, thanks, Pat. All I'll right. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, thank you, Martin Popoff. And listeners, don't forget to pick up Martin Popoff's new Zeppelin book, Led Zeppelin, all the albums, all the songs. And also, please pick up our February issue with Zeppelin on the cover. We have an excerpt from that book. And we also have a whole thing on the embryonic Zeppelin, 50 years since we went from the New Yardbirds to the actual Zeppelin. There's, there's a nice transition there, a nice story about that. And also, Martin does something on the top five albums you should collect after Zeppelin, the solo albums of the members. Okay, we'll go to goldmymag.com and check out any exclusive interviews we have on there. And we will see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>